Welcome to Free Burn. This is Matt Ballard, your host. This is the podcast where we talk all things mental and behavioral health in the first responder community. Real life firefighters, police officers, EMTs and paramedics, clinicians, and doctors. It's time we have the real conversation and burn the stigma behind first responder mental health, one podcast at a time. And welcome back, folks. This is Matt Ballard, your host of Freeburn 2023. Today, we are going to sit down with uh, Patrick Mosley. He is a sergeant for the city of Balt Springs, same city that I work in. Uh, just a little bit about him. Um, 10 years in the National Guard, 20 years in law enforcement total. Right, brother? That's correct. 13 years in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in Balt Springs for seven years. Did some uh, plainclothes work, uh, SWAT stuff, instructor stuff. Mostly in Maryland, right? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, most of your time's been in patrol, I guess. And yeah, um, yeah, dude, welcome on. Glad to have you. Appreciate been trying it. to get to you on, on for a minute. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, we got that busy I, schedule. Ball Springs a little short. Man, I know, dude. People don't realize how small it's a small town, but how busy we are for a small town. We really are. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But we've talked in the past a little bit about mental health stuff, and uh, yeah. I know, I know you've got your story, so I'm glad you're on, dude, and uh, we can talk about kind of the stuff you went through and your journey. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, real quick before we get started, I wanted to call you out. I just want to say appreciate everything you've been doing. I know you've done a lot for our city. You, you've taken the lead on a lot of stuff. Uh, you got this podcast going, man, and it's awesome. Uh, appreciate it, man. A lot of people I appreciate, appreciate you, brother. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I do yeah. it for us, brother. I really do. Yeah. You know, getting the, getting the word uh, out. I know you've done a lot with our agency and a lot of guys. So, yeah. And I, I don't know if people I, reach out and, and tell you, but I hear like, dude, Matt's a good guy. You know, I talked to him. He helped me with this. So, just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah. it's been a journey. I will tell you that. Yeah, it has been a journey in itself. But I mean, you know, bro, we didn't we didn't have any resources really. I'm not saying anything nah. bad about the city. We just didn't have any resources for mental health really. Right. And uh. That's just unacceptable, man. And it, and it has yeah. to change, you know, yeah. and it's got to change with us first and then absolutely start spreading, spreading from there. So yeah, man. hopefully it's, it's getting true. better. Yeah. yeah. I believe it is, man. I appreciate that, brother. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Hey, no problem, bro. I'm ready to have <laughs> you on the, on the crew for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, man, we're going to get this going. Yeah. Let's do it for sure. Yeah, man. Yep. So you started Balt Springs when? What year? Man, I guess it was like at the end of 2016, I think. Okay. Uh, it's about right. I'm getting old, so my year's a little bit off. About 2016. I still yep. got you beat, bro. We're I close know, by, by you. Yeah, close, close. But, yeah, so about 2016, I came in, and uh, I moved down to Texas and started yeah. up. So from Maryland. Yeah, man. It's so uh, it pretty you- good. It's a pretty good move. I mean, Maryland is just a, it's just a whole different beast. You know what I mean? It's different up there, huh? A little bit different, yeah. <laughs> so had had to come down to Texas, you know. Yeah. But were you born and raised in Maryland? Born and raised in Maryland, brother. I came down to Texas okay. real quick when I was in the military, and I just fell in love with it. And like for my entire adult life, I did. I'm gonna go back to Texas when I get a chance. And um, um, my my wife was from here, and she said, "Hey, let's let's I'm gonna go back home." I said, "Cool, let's do it. I'm not gonna argue." And yeah. it's been like the best move ever. So cool, man. Glad you're down here yeah. for sure. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
So yeah, this issue is a nationwide issue. It's not just Texas, man. It's a, it's across the it's across the span of the United States. You know, I've talked to people from it California is. all the way to the East Coast, and yeah. it's no different, man. It's the same issues, no. and no, nope. you know, it's start we're starting to shed a little bit of light to it, and things yep. are starting to change. But we're still we still got brothers and sisters out there, man, that are just they're struggling with this stuff, and unfortunately, yep. some of them end up taking their lives, and that's what it's that's what yep. it's about for us, man. You know, yeah, hundred percent. Whatever we got to do to get them help. So, yep, yeah. So a little bit more, a little bit more about you and uh, kind of where it started, and let's just get into your journey, brother. If you're good with that, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, so I guess that uh, I might. I'm trying to keep in a chronological order. It's going to bounce around a little bit, but um, yeah, I guess the whole the journey for the uh, for the mental health thing. It's just uh, you know they always talk about the whole um, the drop in the bucket you know for us first responders. Sure. And I guess to to be honest, my journey just really started, and I didn't realize it like 13 years ago, a while back when I was still in Maryland. Um, you know, I, I hit my drop in the bucket back then and didn't realize it. And yeah. you know, I, I thought I got through it, a little bit of therapy here and there, and thought I was fine. Some time went by, thought I was good, but I never really tackled everything, you know. Uh, so mm -hmm. I guess it just kind of just residually just sat there for, for since up until big time until a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so I come down here and, uh, you know, everything was good for a little bit, you know, a little change of pace and, uh, yeah, just, you know, how everything just affects us. And yeah. I, it's almost like, I, it's almost like I hit a second drop in the bucket, you know, like a couple okay. of years ago. And, and that was just, that was, that was it. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, I know a lot of people talk about like, uh, you know, what, what work does to us, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and all that stuff. But I guess a lot of people, a, a big part of it, you know, everybody's got stuff they're going through, but sure. it's not just what we go through in the drop in the bucket. It's, it's how we cope with things. So it does, it goes back to, okay, well, how were you raised? How do you cope with things? You know, what's, what's your other mental health like? Do you have depression or anything else other than what we do for a living right and everything can just stack up and yep. uh so i guess in my journey it was interesting to see that you know when i hit my drop in the bucket and just things went to hell and you know for me it was like a it was a perfect storm of stuff like i just mm -hmm. everything just happened all at once like and i didn't realize it was a drop in the bucket but you know and i'll throw it out there I, i'm 100 I'm honest with everybody i mean i it got to the point that I guess to go back to what I was told is like the kind of 72 hour rule, you know what I mean? Um, and that this yeah. was explained to me when I went to three FTL and uh, they had talked about, Hey, well, when you're first responding, you're involved in a adrenaline rushing experience or whatever it takes like up to 72 hours for your brain chemicals to go back to normal, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. if you work three or four days and you're off just for three, you never really go back to that regular functioning level. It's, yep. it's interesting when I was told that because the first thing that, um, that I realized, uh, so, and I'm going to throw my wife out there, you know, not under the bus, but she, she was telling me for years, Hey, um, you know, you're, you're, you're short tempered, you know, you're whatever. And she was complaining about me all the time. You know, you're, you're yelling, you're whatever. I'm like, no, I'm just tired. And I always played it off as something else. You know, it was a long yeah. shift. I'm tired. You're, you're being sensitive, whatever your egg fails. And I always played it off. And then once I crashed and went to three FTL and I had that 72 hour thing explained to me, I was like, holy shit, she was right. You know? So I guess the biggest thing after all these years of just really not addressing the issue 
and it, it really messes with your family. You don't realize it. I don't know how you act with your kids and, and, and the spouse. And sure. so what happened a couple of years ago, um, I, I'd lost my wife. Uh, my kids didn't want to talk to me. Uh, almost lost my job. Uh, you know, the drop in the bucket. And that's when I realized the drop in the bucket because I'm dealing with all this other stuff. My, the, what caused me to really, it was a, it, when it was a, it was a child, you know, it was a, it was a two month old baby. We're doing CPR and that was it. It's like, I kept going back to that, kept going back to that. And I'm like, what's the culmination of things? And, um, yeah, so that, that's what really, no, this is all here. It was like, in Balch Springs. Um, yeah, it was in Balch Springs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, it was a big snowstorm that we had when it was just snowed like all holy hell. And we had to call mm-hmm. a, a baby not breathing. Uh, me, and, yep. me and another officer got on scene. And because of the snow, it was taking care of flight forever to get there. You know, so I'm doing CPR. The baby's still warm. You know, I'm doing CPR. Just, you know, we can save this girl, you know. Yeah. So uh took them forever to get there. And it's just one of those things to hit you. And, uh, yep. you know, and, you're, it, bro. and you can do it. And you can do it over and over again. Like, you know, that's not the first time that I lost somebody doing CPR or a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, it just, it just hit. So, um, yeah, so it's, it was, took that to, to completely break, like all that stuff yep. to just, just bring me to a point that, uh, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it, man. This is like rock bottom, man. And then that's what forced me into seeking help and then started the entire journey. Yeah. So, so but, mine but the journey has been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've, if you've listened to my podcast or had a chance to, but mine's the very first one on this. And dude, it's like, like back in 2016, it happened to me. Right. And it was that cumulative effect. It was, I didn't know it at the time. I didn't even know what the hell it was. To be honest with you. It was like, it happened to me. It was right after the Rowlett tornadoes. Right. And we went over there, responded over there. Ball Springs did sent a crew over there to help. And, um, I'd been to a couple of other major, you know, what are you going to call them events or whatever you want to call them, like Katrina and a couple of hurricanes and stuff sure. like Hurricane Harvey. And just seeing that mass destruction, man, it, it wasn't like it really bothered me because I was just there to do a job and I was kind of focused and tuned in on that. But it was yeah. just different, you know, stuff that you don't typically see. And then you stack right. all of that stuff on top of just everyday stressors, whether it be with your family, your wife, your kids, and just all yeah. that stuff packed on top of each other yeah something's gonna something's gonna break eventually eventually right yeah you know something's gonna happen it's gonna if you're not if you don't have a i don't want to say a healthy avenue but if you're not offloading that stuff that trauma and that cumulative effect if you're not offloading that stuff your bucket's gonna overflow eventually and that's really the best way to explain it so and it happened to me twice brother it happened to me back in 2016 or about Mm -hmm. that time period and then, you know, I, like you, I went to a couple of counseling sessions and uh, mm-hmm. didn't really tackle any of the issues. Just, you know, mm-hmm. got put on medicine and yeah. uh, came back to work. I was off three months the first time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second time I had some stuff going on and just, you know, still running trauma calls and the child yeah. CPR, stuff like that. And then, bam, snap, it got me again, you know. But this yeah. time it was like what the heck is going on? Something's not right, you know? And right. uh, they did a, a med swap on me and that jacked with me because it wasn't the right medicines that they tried to put me on. And that's right. what I got with 3FTL. And 3FTL 
they straightened me out, man, as far as like, yeah, you know, getting me to the right people to see the doctors and stuff like that, clinicians, and get me yeah. on the right medications that I needed to be on. And mm-hmm. dude, it was like counseling, EMDR, all that together. EMDR is great. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So you've you know, done EMDR great. work? Yeah, a couple of times. No, 3FTL yeah. is wonderful, man. Because, like, the first time I went to therapy, you know, it was just a regular therapist. They didn't understand police officers or really, you know, any first responders or even military PTSD. And it was just, like, it's not helpful. You know, and, and 3FTL, man, they nailed it. You know, they're, they're first responders. They looked into why it messes with first responders and how it affects them and how to fix it. And, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, for me, too, that was the program that just kind of got me on track. Hey, this is going to work, man. We know we can do this. Yeah. So, yep. and that's, what's been great about, you know, like a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, spoken like you, uh, me and some other people that just were like, Hey, well, now we can be outspoken about this and how it affects us and, and the guys that we work with and everybody else. And it spreads. Yeah. So just looking from yep. a different perspective, but, uh, so it's you- really interesting. You reminded me of something a second ago when you were talking about how the, the cumulative, uh, cumulative part of it. And, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. And I'll throw this out there. It's, um, a little while back, um, it was over a year, almost a couple of years ago. Um, I actually went in, uh, I was an inpatient for about mm-hmm. 10 days in a facility and I kind of lucked out because it was a military facility, um, specifically yep. for military personnel and first responders. So I was, mm-hmm. I was in there with like maybe 20 guys that were like all combat vets, you know, and there was a firefighter in there with me and, and I was there and stuff. And the conversation what, I had was if very, you, if you don't mind me asking what facility yeah. was that? Was it up I north? The name of it. It was in Denton. Yep. Okay, I know which one it is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't remember okay. the name of it. Great, yeah. great place. Great place. Yep. Um, yep. And it was interesting because you know we had all these conversations and stuff, and, and, and a lot of cops or firefighters don't want to reach out for help because they're like, mm-hmm. well, how can I have issues or PTSD? You know, you got combat vets that are going overseas or fighting. You know, how how can I compare to that? If those guys can come back and function, then I'm just a I'm just a I'm a wimp if I'm complaining about it. So nobody yep. wants to speak up. Interesting on that, on the other side of that, man, when I'm sitting there with all those veterans, they actually, all of them straight up looked at me and said, dude, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, we go overseas and this bad and we can get in, in, in the fights and people die. You're getting shot at, but it's six months at a time, nine months, maybe a year you do a tour or two. Then you come home, man, and, and, and it's, it's gone. You're over. He said, you guys do this day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and it never ends. And they're like, plus years, eventually bro. it's got to add up. You know what I mean? And they're like, you see more in 10 years than we see in a deployment or two deployments. Eventually, you guys, you know, it's, it's got to mess with you. They're like, I wouldn't want to do that. And it's funny yeah. because it just put a different perspective on it. You know, I'm yeah. like, dude, I mean, when these guys are telling you that, and it's all different. And I'm not going to say it's better or worse. There's, there's no such thing. You can't compare drama. No. Um, but, yeah, just to hear that perspective. And I try to tell other cops that or, or firefighters. I'm like, look, dude. We're all, we all got our issues, man. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid or, or ashamed to come out and speak mm-hmm. up because you're trying to compare yourself to somebody else. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, and then when you said that, it kind of, kind of reminded me of that. And I always try to uh, tell yeah. people that. I'm like. I've talked to some vets yeah. too and similar stuff. You know, some of them have PTSD and been diagnosed with it. And it's like, I've always thought the same thing, you know, it's like. How in the heck am I going to compare myself to that? They're seeing war, yeah. really, you know. Yeah. And we all know yeah. what, what war can entail, you know. But yeah. Uh, and they're like, bro, <laughs> you've been doing yeah. this for twenty plus years. 
and seeing the yeah, stuff, man. you know, that we're, we're seeing it in six months spurts, you know, and yeah, you know, you know, we do a couple of deployments and it's jacking with us, you know, and this same way it's like, man, I wouldn't want to see that crap over a 20 year yeah. time period. You know, sometimes it's six yep. years for people. Sometimes it's 15 years. You never know, man. Like, trauma's trauma is trauma. Different for everybody, you know? Yeah. And, so, yeah. And that's how you cope with it because you got to look back at how you're raised and some people have better coping mechanisms or, or whatever yep. else. You know, and yeah, that's the like, thing about us first responders, man. We're people. Yeah. And uh, a lot of guys, they don't have, they might have bad childhoods. And, they, and some of them, that's why they become cops and firefighters. Exactly. So, maybe they're coping. <laughs> so right? So, they're already jacked up to begin with. That gives them the motivation to be in public service. But what are their coping skills like? Yeah. You know? Like a lot of my so. stuff from doing, doing EMDR, uh, dude, it started in my childhood. A lot of my trauma yep. did, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't nothing yeah. bad. You know, I didn't, I wasn't abused or anything like that for, you know, but it was just come from a, a divorced family at a young age and, sure. you know, pop's not around all the time, which I mean, yep. there's talking just about anybody in this day and age and it's like that. Right. But it's how yep. you handle it. And just those coping skills coming through, you know, growing up and yeah, it, it's different for everybody, man, but it can affect you later on in life if you don't, if you don't take care of it and notice it you know and that's kind of yeah that's kind of what happened to me man it started back when i was a kid and you know mm -hmm. and just stacking traumas over time yeah and then finally just enough is enough and he got me so yeah no it's funny i remember the first time i went to therapy man and uh my therapist uh first thing she asked me to start talking about what was your childhood like and i'm here rolling my eyes like oh here we go here's the Freudian yep. childhood thing i'm like I, I i'm like you know what i mean we all do that i'm like i had a great childhood it's perfect i can't complain and I actually believe yeah. that. And then the more yeah. we dug into it, I realized how screwed up it was. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, I guess she had a point. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's just like you're right, and you carry that with you. So, and then you see yeah. those patterns and how you deal with it. And sometimes we get self-destructive and it puts us down a worse path instead of coping with it, right? Yep. So, so like, in Maryland, like when you started out, was there any type of – mental health programs up north zero so basically the um, same as it is down here yeah actually as a matter of fact yes yeah, so i was going to tell you uh when you brought up maryland is that uh about the same time we've been going to where they are too because i'm obviously in touch with a lot of friends up in maryland and their time their their time frame is the same as ours right now like when we started looking at down here they started looking at up there so yeah. i don't think nobody was really ahead of anybody it's just kind of all around the same time yeah. So yeah, but there's there's no programs at all. I mean, zero. You know. Have you ever looked at the numbers of suicides for police officers? I, I Is know there like that a website. I, I don't know. The only numbers that I've ever really been able to find are uh, are the whole twenty two kill thing, and because I, I, some some people say that those numbers twenty two a day is, is veterans and um, and first responders. I don't know if it's just one or the other or both. Um. Yeah, I've, I've never even got really good numbers on that. So I interviewed this uh, Michael Segur. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's got a he's got a book that's called. Uh, let me think what it's called. I just I just got done with it right before I interviewed him. But he he was telling me of a site. I got to see if I can find it real quick. Like a firefighter behavioral health. Uh, they track firefighter fatalities. Firefighters. Mm -hmm dispatchers and ems mm -hmm. and uh let me see if i can find it real quick 
like on our side, I hate to say our side because we're not really sides, but let me see, Firefighter. Yeah, like on theirs, to date, we are at... Ninety-seven firefighters, sixty-seven EMS, and twenty-one dispatchers. Is that for the year? Sixty-seven firefighters, twenty-one EMS, three dispatchers. That's what it is. That's for the year. Year total today. I know there's a website out there. He was telling me about that. Um, tracks. Uh. Yeah, and I've seen those numbers. I, I just. I used to have some law enforcement sites and they would give you the numbers. Um, yeah, and I, I, need to tap, I need to tap into that one just so I can and, and I, track and I hate too, to say, Yeah, and I hate to say, I just stopped paying attention to the actual numbers. Like, I know it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things I'm like, it happens and it sucks. I want to say it's but, worse than, that's worse than ours. Because I'm trying to pull it up now, but I'm trying not to distract myself too much. I, I know it's pretty high. <laughs> Uh, for yeah. for damn sure, and uh, you know, and this sucks. Uh, I you know, I I personally have a friend uh, that was a cop up north that you know, and it just yeah, and, and it's it's funny. Well, not funny. I mean, it's so interesting story. And I'm I'm just deep in a mine is that a friend of mine from up north uh, committed suicide. He's a law enforcement officer. We're good friends, and I remember when it happened. And we're talking, uh, man, it was just maybe three to less than less than four years ago, just a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember thinking that I was so pissed at him, just so pissed. And I'm like, dude, you know, why, why the hell would you do that? You know what I mean? You're like, you mm -hmm. don't understand it. And it was interesting enough because even a year later, when it came down to his, his year anniversary that he had been gone, I was still angry, like just mad still, you know, like it didn't just set in. And I was like, dude, why did you, you know? And, and what was interesting was, is that when I hit that spot in my life, and I was yep. like, hmm, I understand. And the, the anger went away. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, mm -hmm. dude, I, I completely get it. And until you hit that point, you just don't understand it. And it mm -hmm. kind of just really opens up a whole, you know, a whole different understanding yep. of it all. And when you hit to that point, then you're just like, wow. Okay, yep. I, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know? So, I can see how people get there. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, man? That's when I started talking about that, it was, uh, so I went back to my agency, right? And I'm very vocal, dude. I will just, I'll go back and in front of like 10 people, I'll be like, dude, I did this, I did that. Um, this is what I went through. I, I don't, I'll, I'll tell my story 100%. And people always say, yeah. maybe you should not tell everything or leave some stuff out or maybe it could jeopardize your job or maybe people look at you different. I'm like, no, dude, I'm going to be 100% honest. But what I learned from doing that was I've had guys that I work with or I know that will come up to me later on, like, hey, you know, honestly, he goes, I can't tell me the times that I sat there and, you know, I put it under my head or I was driving down a road and I called you because I was about to just hit it. Run. I wanted to run into a tree like and, and you realize how many guys out there that at some point they just hit this spot and you would have never yep. known it. <laughs> and it's like, wow. And when you start hearing these stories, you realize how bad it is. And it's just like, okay. So that's exactly um, yeah. what this podcast is here for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's for people to come on here, bear their souls as much as they want yeah. to. Yeah. So that when there's brothers out there, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters that are out there, 
that are going to listen to this podcast and go, damn, that's me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, and it, and it gives them that little bit of hope to be able to reach out and say, okay, I know I'm not the only one. Right. And that's what it was for me. And it was like starting to tell my story and going to fire departments, even going to our own department and just doing that little program that I do, you know, and talk about mental health and, Go ahead. So did you did you get a backlash like that at first? Or people like, hey, Matt, man, slow down. Um, yeah, bro. It was like people were like, hey, you know, kind of they were scared of it, man. But then yeah. people were like, holy crap, man. You know, dude, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very average dude. You know, there's nothing right. special about me, man. I mean, I love being a fireman. I'm just an average Ooh. guy, right? And Right. You know, that's my job, man. And I try to do it with passion and I try to do it with vigor. But, you know, and it, everybody has issues, man. I'm not going to try to hide that crap. Yeah. And, it, you know, yeah. my brothers at the station mean more to me to not say something, right? Yeah. And to let them suffer in silence like I did, right? That was yeah. me. I suffered in silence for years, man. And I tried to hide yeah. it in a, in a sense because I didn't want nobody to know what was going on. It was like a weakness, mm-hmm. that stigma, right? Yeah. I didn't want people to think that I was weak because I couldn't handle the craft that we were doing or whatever, you know, but it was more yeah. than just that. Right. And dude, it's like, I cannot tell you the amount of people that have come to me and said, bro, you know, thank you for, for stepping out. And yeah. cause that's me. I mean, every yeah. story is a little different, but it's very similar yeah. in the same aspects. Right. Yeah. So traumas may be different. Like we talk about traumas may be different, mm-hmm. but the outcomes typically are the same, you know, yeah, yeah. You can hold are. that crap for as long as you want to, but it's going to eat you up inside. It will eat you, know, you up. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I heard until a guy you get the it. other day, and I forgot who it was. He's one of those uh, public speaker, motivational guys you see on YouTube. And he says something like, he goes, it's, you don't have to worry about them when you're out with them. He said, you got to worry about it when they go home and they're alone. He said, that's yep. when you need to worry. We are and the I best like, at hiding yeah. it, bro. Yeah. 100%. We are the best at hiding it. You know? Yep. And I can imagine how even... <laughs> more on the cop side right like police officers man they don't have that kitchen table to come back to like no, we do they don't on the fire side yeah yeah because y'all are out patrolling most of the time you know yeah i mean i see i see y'all sometimes will be parked window to window yep. and i'm sure that's y'all's debrief time right that's what i've heard yeah uh that's why we encourage like dude we want y'all to come to our station because y'all need yeah. that camaraderie <laughs> Not only with each other, but we want to that we can help y'all debrief on stuff. Just come, come hang out, yeah. get you a cup of coffee, you know. Yep. And I want a lot of our guys want like Fields comes over there all the time, right? To yeah, our he does. Yep. and yep. hangs out. We love him, yeah. man. And yeah. we want all of y'all to be able to do that. Feel comfortable enough yep. to come over there and have that table talk time, you know, just sit down, bull yep. crap, just have fun. Yeah. We're all there to do the same job, man. It's protect, you know, protect and serve. So, yeah, yeah. Come on, and one bro. thing I learned, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I got from, that's one thing I really loved about 3FTL, man, when we had to do the groups, because the groups are yeah. cops and firefighters, they're all sure. together, man. And I never realized sitting down with everybody just opening up, that would do how we're all the same. I mean, we know we're yeah. the same, right? But you always think, ah, oh, we're a little bit different, but we're not. And um, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I got from those groups and just completely yeah. changed the perspective. You know, yep. not that you know it's always been like cops and firefighters going back and forth because I guess we have to keep <laughs> We're that. We're always going to have that, dude. Absolutely. We're always going to have that manner. I mean, that's just the way it is. My brother's a police officer. You ought to, you ought yeah. to hear me and him. 
you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah. We go at it. Oh, it never stops. Oh, yeah. It never but stops. I love him as yeah. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it'll be nice to yeah. get our station all back together because we'll be right there. It's just walking distance, you know. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make more of a conscious effort, especially with dispatch, because they're <laughs> more isolated than both of us are, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to try to make more of an effort to go over there and be a part of them and just say, hey, this is what happened on this call. We took them, mm-hmm. in, you know, whatever it may be. We took them to the hospital. And if we hear more about it, we'll let you know. Just to kind of let, help yeah. them complete that story in their minds, right? Yeah. So maybe it's not sticking and ruminating as bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like we were talking about earlier. Is like they're not, you know, everybody's got cops and firefighters. You got EMS and everybody's looking out for that. There's nobody really reaching out for dispatch. And so I really mm-hmm. talked about it. I got a brother who's a dispatcher. You know, I've reached out to dispatchers of our work. And, yeah, I mean, they're the same thing. They're, yeah. They got to deal with that, too. And yep. um, so, yeah, I, I had one of them. I told you I had one of them reach out to me. And it's just mm-hmm. one of those things. That, yeah, we got to uh, yeah, make a bigger, bigger effort, get them in there, too. Yeah. So back on your story. Back on my story. All right, so uh, where we want to go with this? Bro, go as deep as you want to go. I mean, I want to hear it all so, if you want to give it all. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll go. So I'm trying to go as deep, far back in my story as I can and get as descriptive as I can. I don't mind putting my life out there, but I try to avoid putting all these people out there. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So some of my mm-hmm. story might get a little whatever, but – and it's just one of those things like um, – I guess going deep, deep back, it's like we went back to childhood. And, yeah, my coping mechanisms were screwed up from the start. You know, so my, my father was a police officer, um, mm-hmm. and he was hardly ever around. And when he came, when he was around, it was a little rough sometimes. Sure. Um, you know, my mom worked, so we were alone a lot. I got a couple of brothers. We were always fighting. It is, you know, typically That's me. growing up back, back in the day, right? That's how we were. Mom and dad were working. We were on our own. When mom and dad came around, it was, it, it was what it was. <laughs> Hundred yeah. percent. Um, so it, it, all that stuff. Um, I, I'll, I'll go back further. Is that there was other abuse with me growing up? Um, yep. Outside of that, mm-hmm. um, I'm not gonna get real specific because a lot of people don't know. Um, yeah. I'd rather tell them than to find out on, on a podcast. But sure. it, so it's one of those things, and that was interesting to me too when I was in the um, up in Denton. Man, there was this kid there. He was a he was a marine, and he was just so open about everything. And it was yeah. kind of inspirational. I'm like, dude, this guy can just sit there and tell, do what he's been through. Dude, I can, I can do that too. And yep. that's part of the inspiration. But so all that stuff just growing up, it was just like, a, and you don't realize, like a lot of the stuff I put out of my mind as I was growing up. And uh, I, some of them I didn't even remember it until I went into therapy and EMDR. Like it, it literally EMDR, right? Yeah, fantastic stuff. But it will bring out stuff that you forgot about. And I'm like, yep. dude, okay, this is why I'm so for screwed me. up. Yeah, it's like this is why I'm so messed up. I, I didn't realize that. Holy shit, it makes sense now. Um, mm-hmm. So digging back into the therapy, the EMDR, you start finding all that stuff out, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so that was that was the big help. And it's like you have to relearn all your coping skills, all your coping mechanisms, just all mm-hmm. over again. And that's what the last few years have been for me. It's like, okay, yep. well, I know I need to avoid this. I know I need to do that. Um, I understand that this is the way I act. It, I, I think it's one way, but it's perceived another. Um, and so it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? It's been an interesting ride. Um, 
but yeah, and it's just, now I'm just at the point that I'm like, okay, well, I understand that. And this is what I tell a lot of people, man. Uh, you got to, you got to take care of yourself. Right. I mean, like yep. we have horrible sleep schedules and that mm-hmm. doesn't help. We have horrible diets and that doesn't help. Um, yep. You know what I mean? And, and when we're trying to forget about stuff or, or entertain ourselves, we're, we're these electronic devices. And what does that do? It throws off all your dopamine and screws up your anxiety and everything else. Yep. And so a lot of people, and I, I live a different lifestyle now. Like I, I don't have a TV in my house. I, I bought a TV really? for football season. And that for football season, that's <laughs> it. it. It sits there. I don't yep. turn it on in months. Right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I read, I work out. Uh, I, I try to avoid computers and all that stuff. And a lot of guys have to realize that, you know, you just got to change certain things in your lifestyle if you want to try to get rid of all this. I mean, some mm-hmm. people don't take therapy, like attack it that aggressive and, and whatever else. And some people need it. Some people don't. Yep. Um, but I, I, I encourage all these guys. I'm like, hey, and, and I talk about it a lot with the, the whole, I talk a lot of younger guys about my yeah. experience in the 72 hour rule. And like, dude, just keep this in mind. This is how you're going to act. This is how you're going to be. This is how it's going to affect your family nip it in the butt now before it gets worse so yeah yeah, i guess going back to all my childhood stuff and then and then how i had my first um my first drop in the bucket up in maryland and the second one up here and uh it's just been a thing that's okay well this this is how we navigate this so i got to get that out there but yeah so you know the one in maryland man that was uh it was rough it's one of those things that you know i've been a cop for a while you know long just long enough you know, and, and I, I did a, cool, cool, a couple of cool things here or there, and I thought I was on top of the world and yep. didn't realize that I wasn't, man. So, and it's, you know, you, you know, I've been shot at before. I've been in pretty bad fights. I've had people try to grab my gun from me. You know, you have a knife pulled on you. You get no bad accidents. You know, you hold somebody's hand while they're dying, and you're telling them, hey, you're going to live, even though you know they're not going to. You've got all this bad stuff that goes on. You think, oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's just work. It rolls off. Yeah. yeah, and then when something hits you personally, so that's my first one was something more personal, and it's when yeah. you when you when you when you run to somebody who that you know and you love, and 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 it's just a bad scene, right? Yeah. So yeah. that was the first one, and mm-hmm. so we got real personal real quick, and yep. and and for the first time, I remember when it hit me when I when I found the when I saw the person that I know uh, without mm-hmm. giving the detail, I just like. I just dropped, like my knees just buckled. Yep. And then you stand up, like, dude, you know, strengthen the fuck up, dude. You got to do what you got to do, you know. And and then I did. Um, but yeah, then it affects you. And you're like, okay, I can I can get past this. It's cool. I, I you know I, I can be tough. You know, it is what it is. You yeah. Know, a little bit of time, a little bit of therapy, and I'm back on the horse. Mm-hmm. Nah, not really, because therapy takes more than a couple of days, a couple of weeks, or a couple of months, man. It's like yes, it's a it thing. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess it it's all comes down good. to it. Yeah, but it's all about what what rewiring the brain, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, your neural pathways build a certain way. You know, I, yep. I can't explain. It well, I'm not a doctor, but you know, and then you literally mm-hmm. have to rewire your brain on the way you think and react to things. And it takes yep. time, man. It takes time. So yeah, and so my story's just been like realizing how all these all these things and. uh and just how to cope with it, get better, and hopefully help other people, you know, do the same. Yeah. So. That's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. 
So you did the you did three FTL. You went through their what did you do? It was a six week program, right? Through them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Six or eight. Oh, I about, can't remember. Well yeah, I know um the program consisting of group there groups. It was about six groups. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yep. it was six weeks of groups. But obviously I was in the program longer than that because they um groups were put on kind of hold for a little bit when I was seeing my therapist yep. and doing everything else. So I was yep. with them for, for a while. I mean, at least, you know, and even though yeah. I graduated the program, I, I still see the therapist and, and talk to them sure. every once in a while. Yeah, I do too. That ain't going, that ain't going away. No. Yeah. Well, now uh, you yeah, know, it was, bro. I think. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll talk when we get off of this podcast, but I want to go a little deeper on your, on your therapy stuff, right? Because our Got program it. could probably, our, it's probably covered throughout program. I don't know if how you're paying for it or it's, anyway, it's, we'll talk. it's taken care of. Okay. Yeah. Your, yeah. Your program took care of it. Yep. Okay. So awesome. that, and that was, program. That's, that's that was our program. That's our, our program. program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I found out about it, I was like, wow, this is fantastic, man. And it's, but, but you, um, you, you had a lot, lot to do with that, didn't you? Well, I mean, the Dallas County money did and then just mm-hmm. pushing it, bro, you know, yeah, and uh, getting with the um, readiness group. Which I don't. We'll talk more about readiness group too. Uh, but there are oversight, right? Readiness group mm-hmm. is for the for our for police, fire, marshals, and dispatchers. So mm-hmm. all first responders in our city, they do our oversight, they do our training, and uh, mm-hmm. they do our referrals. So um, that's what I was going to tell you a little earlier about, like our website. You can literally go on the website now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you need help, click on need help, fill out the information and it notifies readiness group. Uh, and then they, um, get a hold of you, determine what you need. And, um, yeah, they do all your referrals for counseling, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you're, if you're one of those that doesn't want to talk to a peer, you don't want anybody to know what's going on or you're having struggles or whatever. Man, you just literally get on the website, fill out your information, and nobody knows. Yeah. Right? So, it's it's come, it's been leaves and bounds, man. Like, yeah. whenever I came back, my goal was basically to just set up a peer program, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to cost us anything in the beginning. Just set up a peer program so that if guys are struggling, mm-hmm. we have a way to help them. And then just whatever resources that I had gained when I was out, Three FTL. I went through their program, and then the counseling mm-hmm. services that I used. We're going to start yeah. resources from there, and then uh, Dallas County uh, allotted a million dollars for first responders mm-hmm. in Dallas County. We found out about that money through uh, readiness group, the one that told me about it. So, and then Chief knew about it from um, Cedar Hills Fire Department. Uh, their chief over there, he kind of learned a little bit about it. So we jumped on that bandwagon and got $20,000 yeah. from them. And that's oh, wow. how our program got started. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that, that money's been utilized for training. It's been utilized mm-hmm. for counseling services and all that. That's where that, that's what it's for. And that's a two year program. We're mm-hmm. fixing to be through year one. And then, uh, so we'll have a year left and then obviously, and then, uh, we got to figure out something, dude. We can't just let it yeah. go away. No. So we no. got we got to find the funding somewhere. Yeah. I would I would say to try to keep readiness group on with us 
because dude, they are invaluable. Their 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 resources are endless, right? And Ooh. the training is awesome, and they're just a good a good group to be doing our oversight for our program. So, right? Yeah, I mean, if everybody agrees to do that, I'd say we keep them keep them going, man. You know, yeah, because that's what they do. I mean, that's what they're that's what they're there for. So, yeah, and they've been doing it a long time. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm just like you said, this thing, this thing is, this thing is growing, man. This whole, you know, the the mental health with, with us, it's growing and it's catching on steam, you know? So it's not, it's not going anywhere. Thank goodness. It's only going to get better. I mean, it's, it's went as far as like legislation is changing at the state level. Yeah. Like uh, for workers comp, right. A lot of states don't even recognize Mm -hmm. mental health as a, as a workers comp issue, which, which it is, you know? Right. Um, or it can be. So mm-hmm. state of Texas has recognized it as, a, as for first responders, as it can be a compensatable or workers comp issue. Right. Right. So that's leaps and bounds. So more states are mm-hmm. starting to carry on, you know, that aspect of it, but yeah, it's getting recognized finally, man. And we're making headway, but we still got a long way to go, you know, from the people that yeah. I've talked to, even with our department, man, we still got a long way to go, you know, yeah. So I'm excited to have you on that side of it, man. Just to to be able to champion it on 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 the police side and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 bring it all together, man. We got this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Different yep. dispatchers involved too. I, I've talked to um, some of the people we had that worked on our jail as well. Um, but yeah, we just got to get everything going. And uh, I mean, you got your yeah. side going pretty well so far. Which I get our side yeah. going. Yeah. The focus this year needs to be policing, dispatching the jailers. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I think. Yeah. You know, the yeah. police, I mean, the fire side, is, we're pretty, everybody knows about the program. And that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. We need to let your guys know on the police side about the yeah. program. And uh, yeah. just say, hey, if you don't want to talk to, feel like you don't want to talk to a supervisor or another peer in your, in your, in your department, then these are the avenues you can go to get help right through the website or yeah. whatever. So, and, uh, it's simple, man. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So yeah, I know there's guys on y'all side that struggle. I know there are, there, there are, there are. And I know that, um, there's, there's been a few people that, you know, you hear like, okay, now they're seeing help. You know, I had people yeah. tell me, Hey, you know, after I talked to you, I reached out and guess what? I'm, I'm seeing somebody now. And, uh, it's, it's almost like as more time goes by, you hear more and more guys talk about, and being more open about it. Yeah. Like I, I remember after my issue, I think I was like the only person or maybe we had one other person that was talking to somebody. And then now yep. I can think of, you know, more than a handful of people without blinking. I mean, so it's getting, it's, it's getting. Same, same on the fire side. Yeah. Yeah. Same on the fire side. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just too many benefits not to, not to do it. Right. I mean, yeah. I talked to one of y'all's officers right when I was trying to start peer program stuff up and a uh, younger officer, I'm not going to say who it was, but uh, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't agree with me <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. He didn't agree with me. And he's like, yeah. man, it's just, not, you know, that's our job. You just got to suck it up and do your job. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. yeah. You're probably one that needs help too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in time, yeah. or, if or, he come, does, or come, or come back to me in a year or two. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, yeah, he's either going to yeah. hit him or he's going to start being honest about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
and I can see it written all, all over that guy. You know, I mean, yeah. I've known him for a while and sure. I know he struggles with stuff. I mean, I know he does, yeah. but yeah, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink kind of thing. And in times he needs it, he'll, he'll reach out, you know, yeah. at least, we, yeah. at least we know that there's a, there's a system there to help him out if he needs it. And that's the main thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, but you see that too. You see those guys who are kind of testing the water a little bit, and they'll start to reach out and they kind of withdraw a little bit and then whatever. But sometimes it takes time. Yeah. You know, and yep. you've got to be patient and say, hey, dude, I'm still here. You need to talk. And that's as much as you can do. Yep. So, so you're, so let's talk a little bit about coping mechanism. Yep. Like, what are you doing now, like, for your coping mechanism? What helps you get through the days a little easier? Dude, I, in all honesty, man, and so my my thing has been uh, religion. To be honest, you know, 100%. and I'm, you know, yep. everybody's got their got their own thing, and you know, maybe some people believe in God, some people don't, but that's that's been the biggest thing for me, a hundred percent. Like, <laughs> number one is I had to get rid of all my destructive behavior, right? You know, the drinking and and all those things, because we all do that, or or not we all, but there's a lot of ways people cope with with self destructive patterns, and there's yep. reasons for that and all that, but. Yeah, once I got rid of all that, I realized, you know what, I'm not, I'm not progressing as much as I want. Therapy has been great, and but there's just a whole other part that seemed to be missing. And uh, this basically, the minute I, I just put my faith back in the faith, man, um, that's been the hugest, biggest factor. Um, yeah. It really has been. And it's funny now because I'll just, I start every single day. You know, actually, I got it right here in my bar. It's a, and it's a police officer med- uh, devotion meditation every day. It's, it's got, awesome. you know. It's and it's every day. My buddy, mine from up north, gave it to me, and I start my day with it. Um, yep. And I'm saying, hey, hey, honestly, God, what what can we do today? Yeah, what mm-hmm. what are we doing? What, how are we going to serve? Let, let's make it happen. And that's how I start yep. my day every day. And it's funny because now I go to work, man, and I've gone into work now. And people are like, dude, why are you so happy all the time? Because <laughs> I used to never be happy, right? Like yep. I. In a seven day week, if I can have one good day, I would have six bad days. You know, every mm-hmm. day was a, how can I survive today, right? And it's not that way anymore. Out of a seven day week, I got six days where I'm ready to go. I might have that mm-hmm. one day short. We all get tired, but faith yeah. has been it, man. I'm like, hey, God, what can we do today? Let, let's do this. That and that awesome, faith, bro. it's honestly, it's been powerful for me. And it's made me, made me positive. When, when hard times come, I'm like, hey, we got this. So this is the path, man. We're doing this, and yep. that's been my my biggest mechanism. Yeah. So you know, and I can say there's other small things I do, like you know, I do a lot of reading. I I do I meditate, you know, things like that. I I exercise, all that healthy stuff people tell you to do. Uh, but no, it's my biggest coping mechanism, man. It, it's been one of the best things ever. Uh, we yeah. have a chaplain for our agency. Does uh, the, we have a police chaplain? Does he reach, he reaches out with you guys a lot? Obviously. Yeah, love that guy um, to death, man. Dude. Brian, great he's awesome. guy. He's always there. If you need to talk, he's there. Um, that that's been the big help um, in yeah. keeping that on track. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's been the biggest one, man. I tell people, do what you got to do. Go to therapy. Do this, that, and the other. But everybody's got to find their 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 thing. You know what yep. what what gives them that positivity. So, yeah. but for me, that's it's what carried me through, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, the yeah. good Lord's what carried me through. Not yeah, taking anything away from my family and everybody else, but. Things yeah. happen for a reason, and I fully believe that, man. And it's like he set yeah. me on a path. He had to bring me yeah. down to build me back up. Yes. And yeah, man. You know, and that's 
that's where Freeburn started. That's where all this stuff started, man. It was like I just, nice. yeah. you know, it's just I poured my 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 beliefs, my faith in him, man, and just started digging in and like podcasts, man. Put, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, I don't put a put, whole lot of effort into that. It just stuff happens, man. Like doors open up, yeah, right. That, that's, that's not me. That's the board, man. Yeah, yeah, he put you on that path. He's got sometimes he's got to break you down and put you there, right? Yeah. I'm not saying I don't have so, bad days still because I do, you know. Sure. I still have bad yeah. days, but it's a yep. whole lot getting. It's a whole lot easier getting through those days with him sitting beside you. I can say yeah. that. And you're not always going to have good days, man. You got to have bad days. That that's where your fuel yeah. comes from. That's man. just life. That's yeah. That's life. That's life. 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 Life's supposed to suck. I think I forgot yep. who said it, man. Somebody <laughs> said life's not. Who said life's supposed to be good? It's not, man. It's a challenge. It's, it's you're supposed to work. It, it is what it is. Yep. It's constant yep. battles and struggles. So who wants to be happy? Happy sucks, man. Yeah. I mean, like I think somebody told me one day, they said, think about that for a second, right? You can work all year because you want to go on a nice vacation, man. You go to the beach. You go to the beach to sit on the beach for a week. What are you going to do? You're going to get bored, bro. Yeah. Right? You spend yep. all year trying to get to that beach. And after you've been there for a few days, you're like, you know what? This is boring, man. Yeah, I'm ready to go we're, back we're to the meant, house. We're meant to struggle, man. We're meant to, to, to move and struggle and go forward and learn. That's, you know, we're not supposed to be stagnant and happy. We're not. It's great to find no. happiness for sure, but we're supposed to keep keep on going, man. That's what yeah. it's about. Yep. So I 100%. take those bad days, suck it up, say that's it, let's go, man. Yeah. yeah. Wake them wake them demons up, put them to work. Yep. That's right. I'm glad to hear that, man. I, I, yeah, brother. Yeah. That, that's the best part of the story, man. <laughs> right? hundred percent, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, brother. So yeah, um, Wrapping up, man. Um, okay. What if you wanted to tell a new recruit coming in, man? You know, like, what is one piece of advice that you would give them if they find themselves in a position you found yourself in, you know, a couple of years back? What was the hardest part? Uh, recognizing and reaching out. That's it. It's like we talked about. I mean, you got to recognize it first, obviously, because we don't want to recognize it. Yeah. You know, we're like, ah, no, nah, man, I'm tough. I'm good, man. I got this. Right. Um, and you got to recognize that because we're, we're not, man, we're human. Right. We all yeah. have our, our weaknesses. You know, we're not always the strongest. And then once you recognize that, don't be afraid to reach out. That don't don't tell yourself that you're good when you're not. Yeah. Um, yeah and then and reach out to people, man. Don't don't be afraid. You know, talk to somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Tell your story. I tell people, tell your story, man. Let it all out. Tell me the worst yep. thing you can think of, man. And because once you start talking about it, it becomes easier. It's yeah. always hard at first, almost, right? It gets easier. It's almost it gets easier the more you say it. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's why yeah. I would tell people, hey, man, recognize and, and reach out. Yeah. 100%. So yep. and and, and, and I do that. I, I talk to a lot of guys, man, and we have a lot of new people coming in, and and that's one things I always bring up with them. And I'll start off off the bat with with my honesty and stories and all that, and and they're looking at me like, wow, this is this is a lot for the for the beginning. I'm like, but you need to hear it now, right? So that's why I try to tell people, man, hey, this is the best worst job ever, or the worst best job ever, right? I mean, it is. I mean, I, I being a cop has been a blessing. It's been the worst thing in my life, but it's been a blessing. It goes both ways. Same way. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. If 
firefighters the same way, right? I mean, it's the best, worst job ever. So you can get into it and you're going to want to do good things and you will. But there's a lot of toll that comes with it. And you need to know that from the beginning and, mm-hmm. and, just, and just look out for it and, and know that people are there. And then yeah. you know, we get, like you said, we all get through it together. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I try yeah. to push, brother. It's uh, <clears throat> both of these, both these line of work, man, careers, whatever, however you want to say it. Very rewarding yeah. on both ends, but it mm-hmm. comes with a cost. It can come with a cost. So just know that. Absolutely. And it's okay. Yeah. You know, if you struggle, man, just know that there are avenues out there to get you yeah. through those tough times. Don't bother them. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna build yeah. that pressure up, and eventually it's gonna pop. And it's gonna go. You got two of them yeah. right here that's, that's telling you, "Hey, it can happen. Yeah. It can happen to the best of them too." So, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, bro. That's awesome. So, Thank you for coming on. I look forward yes, sir. to. Sure. Hey, I appreciate uh, it, man. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I've been trying to get on for a while. It's been crazy a uh, few months for sure. I but know. I, I know. I appreciate it has been. you having me, man. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, and I'll thank have you, you for everything on. you've been doing. Yeah, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome, man. We're not done. Absolutely. I mean, I look forward to yeah. working with you on the on the police side, dude, and just you know tackling yep. that. And just we got to do everything yep. we can do, man, to help our brothers out, brothers and sisters out. Yeah, we can making sure they're they're yep. taken care of. So, yeah, awesome, yeah, bro. I hear you, brother. That, um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, I think that's it. I'm trying to do okay. a million other things, but we ain't got two more hours. <laughs> No, we could talk for hours, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can, can't we? Yes, we can. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, man, that's that's good. I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. Uh, like I said, in every every at the end of every podcast, if you're having struggles, whatever you know, suicide ideations, nine eight eight, the suicide crisis lifeline. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out there. Uh, and obviously, we're here to freeburn twenty twenty three at gmail dot com. Reach out to us there, all the social media platforms, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, all of them, Facebook, whatever. If you're having issues, you're having problems, please reach out. Uh, we'll find you the resources. If I don't know personally, then we'll, I know people that can help us find you the right resources. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, we'll just keep on uh, burning that stigma one podcast at a time. Uh, Patrick, brother, I appreciate you, man. I look forward to, yeah, to working with you even more. So. Absolutely, brother. Uh, cool deal, man. We'll be hollering at you. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. See y'all later. Thanks for tuning in to the Freeburn 2023 podcast. If you or somebody you know is in crisis, reach out to the Suicide Crisis Lifeline at 988. Or if you're looking for counseling resources, contact us at freeburn2023 at gmail.com. We'll do our best to get you where you need to be. Let's keep burning that stigma one podcast at a time.